It's Kendrick Lamar and Die Hard on BBC Radio 1. It's Life Hacks with Katie and Vicky today. And we're talking about relationships and some of the experiences that disabled people have when dating. Alex and his girlfriend Chloe describe themselves as a interdisabled couple. Can you tell us what it means, that term interdisabled or interabled couple? Yeah, well, it means interabled or interdisabled. It doesn't really matter. It basically means when one person in the relationship's got a disability and one person's able-bodied. So in our relationship, Alex has got cerebral palsy um, which means he's disabled and then I haven't got any disabilities so I'm able-bodied so speaking some people like to say disabled dating some people don't like the term for us we don't really mind Um, it doesn't really bother us but yeah it really depends and you've had some really rubbish experiences when you first started dating can you two tell us a little bit about what that was like we've had some dire experiences but I think that's better sort of started off by Chloe. To start with, as any new relationship, you're always quite excited, you know, you're happy. And and when me and Alex first started dating, I kind of found that people had quite a negative view on it. It was always a bit like, oh, but he's in a wheelchair. Oh, but he's disabled. Like, and it was constant and I was just like, oh. And then it got to the point where almost I didn't want to tell people or like show a photo to friends because you just knew what was coming. And it kind of got that thing of almost you're ashamed, but I was never ashamed at all. But then you kind of try to hide it. And then I thought, no, this isn't right here. People have such negative views on dating a disabled person. What, from my experience, I think a lot of it's immaturity, a lack of understanding, maybe. Is there anything that you two wish people would be more mindful of or perhaps do slightly differently? Personally, I mean, I don't really know how to word this eloquently, but me as a disabled person, I don't really think about my disability all that much. You know, if I was going to describe myself, my disability would probably be like literally about the 10th thing I brought up. My disability was never really a thing when we started dating. I was more concerned about telling Chloe about my lapse in mental health. It was never, oh, I'm I'm disabled, this, that and the other. It was, hello, I'm a media production student. I really like my music. I'm a huge geek. That's what it was built off. It was never really built off us being an interabled couple it was built off good conversation uh, sort of joining together in morals you know just enjoying each other's company uh, well thank you guys so much for coming on it's been brilliant to hear from you no thank you very thank much thank you so us. much appreciate it so yeah that happened myself and my beautiful girlfriend chloe were on the bbc talking about our interabled relationship live Across the nation on BBC Radio 1. Madness. Absolute madness. And talking of madness, the conversation you're just about to hear is basically completely mad. The audio quality isn't great. I don't really know what I'm saying. Neither does Chloe. But this is a discussion that we had just after the recording process took place. We were still under the impression that our interview was going to go out just on, you know, BBC Sounds. We we didn't really clock that it was going to go out live to the nation on BBC Radio 1. Um, but I really wanted to be selfish this week and document this experience because I'm really grateful, not only to the BBC, but for Chloe for doing it with me. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this fairly slapdash recording of me and Chloe just having a chat about this wonderful experience. 
and I appreciate you all for listening. All right, see you later. Bye. Um, I've set this recording. I didn't even realize I've done that. I'm all a mess. Should we tell them why I'm all a mess? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> You're going to tell them why we're all a mess? Um, <laughs> well, we've just got off a call from BBC Radio 1. Um, yeah, we just did a little snippet of dating with a disability and inter- being an interabled couple. I've just realised you've never been on here. I should probably introduce you, shouldn't I? Hello. Yeah, no one even knows who I am, Alex. No, but <laughs> I'm an awful boyfriend. Uh, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Brennan Audio Podcast. As you know, I'm Alex, and this is my beautiful girlfriend, Chloe. Hi, everyone. And everything my beautiful girlfriend, Chloe, has just said still stands. We've just had a phone call with the BBC. Yeah, and it's a bit of a madness, and we're both a bit like, oh my god, has that just happened? Um, I'm breathe. <laughs> um, go on, let's get into it. How are you feeling? I'm thinking with the BBC is every time I interact with them, the more I just want to be in that space. It mm. really is. I mean, from my first, like, interview with Lewis so then of course we went around BBC Wales you know I'm just like I'm so in awe of just everything that goes on in those buildings and just to be able to do it with you makes it more special a lot more special but I can't help but just want to impress these people you know (laughs) I know but you do put a lot of pressure on yourself to do that but you did really amazing as always though See, I'm not sure. I think I sounded a bit stunted. I think I was probably a bit overbearing. I was probably a bit too overly excited. I'm just like... And I thought it would go on for a lot longer. I thought we'd be sitting there for like 20 minutes, but we were. it was literally like 10 minutes and then done, which I guess I should expect, you know, knowing how broadcast clocks work, but blimey, it was quick. Yeah, I was expecting it to go on a little bit longer, but I was also like relieved when they were like, no, thanks, guys. And I was like, woo, we did it. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, I do know what you're saying. It was a bit um, quick, wasn't it? <laughs> it's just, should we go into like how it happened? Yeah, go on. Let's, let's tell everyone. So... As many of you may know or may not know, we run a microblog called Sticks and Copper. Sticks because I'm disabled, Copper because Chloe's ginger. (laughs) And uh, we have an Instagram and TikTok presence. And we have a contact email on that TikTok and Instagram presence. And we got an email last week um, from BBC Radio 1 producers. Yeah, and it was a bit surreal, like, to the point we genuinely thought it was fake and it was just a scam, because Alex said we've got a presence. We haven't, we have, but we haven't really. Um, we're, we're not, like, big at all. We're not even, like, influenced, nothing like that at all. We are micro-influencers on our yeah, micro-block. <laughs> yeah, we just enjoy just sharing our life, really, for people that don't mind following, because I think we just shared it on our normal um 
like Instagram feeds and I think some of our followers probably getting a bit sick of just me and you aren't they Alex (laughs) so then now we've given people the choice that they know what they're following so if they want to follow just cringy me and you then that's fine that's up to them (laughs) so yeah we we got approached by these producers saying we want to do a piece on interabled dating for our life hacks uh, podcast series. Hang on, let me get the full name up so we can officially. Three, two, one, let Spotify load so I can bring it up. I'm not going <laughs> to cut this either. Um, well, it's just going to go out raw like this. It's clear. Oh. <laughs> Radio Wands Life Hacks Adapt the World. That's what we were just. That is what we've just done. See, I can't even speak. I'm just <laughs> shocked. We've done that. Yeah, that's a bit mad. I mean, <sighs> one of the most surreal things for me, especially in my position, well, I say position, want-to-be position, of a radio producer, while you were at work, they rang me and said, like, we want to do xyz they gave us various topics to talk about they said we didn't necessarily have to do that topic you know they gave us an option of topics and i can't remember them off the top of my head but i literally sat with the producer Xanthi, um for about 20 minutes just discussing what they wanted out of us and how to get the best show possible that's probably why, though, it was shorter because we kind of knew what we were going in there for. Yeah, we 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 went in, we drank our milk, we kicked ass, we left. <laughs> yeah, well, you knew more than I did because you had d- done all the calls with the producer and that, but I was kind of going in a bit blind, but obviously you told me, so <laughs> I did know to a degree. Um. I'm so starstruck, Claire. Honestly, we wouldn't have done any of this without your work with the Instagram and the TikTok and just your support of me, really. I never know what I'm doing. And I'm always very, very, very grateful. Yeah, well, you know you should have more faith in yourself. You know, this isn't... Yeah, we both worked on it, but Instagram and TikTok and our social media hasn't been a me thing. I mean, the reason we started it was you um and you know of course i was gonna support that and i support everything you do yeah (laughs) you do i love you very much i love you more i'm i'm a bit shocked i'm i'm happy that it's over with partly i'm a bit annoyed because i did my hair and makeup guys um for those listening or still listening to us waffle um <laughs> yeah, I did my hair and makeup because it's a Zoom, and I was like, okay, well, if they're gonna see me, I, I gathered it's because it's a podcast that nobody else would really see me. But I thought if they're gonna see me, I want to look at least half decent, not half dead. So I did my hair and makeup, and it was just no even video. Alex, you didn't even turn your video on, so I couldn't even see you. I thought my video was gonna be on. But I <laughs> I turned mine on and no one else's was on. It just said BBC Radio 1 and then Alex McKenzie has his name. And I was like, okay, well, I'll turn mine off then. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, yeah, that was pointless. I don't think I've made a very good impression. I think I was all over the place. 
You weren't. I think just because you were nervous, you feel like you were. If that makes any sense. Because, you know, when you, you're nervous and other people understand this, like you can hear your heart, like almost in your ears, you're that nervous. I think that's kind of where you're coming from. Oh, no, you I'm still at that you... stage. I can feel my heart now. Well, take a deep breath and it's done now and you're just talking to me. I just I want to do more of it. <laughs> yeah, but we will. Hopefully. It's a start, isn't I it? I really hope so. Everyone's got to start somewhere. The beep! The BBC Radio. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> you better cut that out. I'm not I'm I'm not cutting any of them. No. Yes. So you say like be myself, I'm forgetting that I'm not just on a call with you. <laughs> You're actually gonna put this out properly and then people are gonna hear how weird I am. Hey, it's not just but you've got a few days before people hear. Well, wait, you are, Claire. I'm on a Tuesday uh, upload schedule. <laughs> oh, great. Right. I've got a few days to cry about it then. Yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you more. So, just for a bit more context, it's half three now. We recorded it bang on three o'clock. We were done by ten past three, and apparently it's going out at four. Yeah, quick turnaround. Very quick turnaround. I wish I could edit that quick. Well, to be fair, you could. So I that's can't. rubbish. Yes, you could. It was literally a ten-minute segment. I just, I feel like I've got overly excited. I felt like I let my mouth run away with me, and I don't think I've come across very professional. And I'm kicking myself for it. Um. Well, I disagree, <laughs> and I think you have. So. Well. BBC or any other big broadcast house if you want to work with us please get in touch again because honestly that was incredible oh such a lovely experience and they were all so nice they were all so good honestly yeah they were weren't they um I mean I know that you know these big broadcasters have a lot to do in order to still get like parody for disabled people with the amount of representation we get within the media but my god is it exciting to be involved in more and more of it i mean what the other month um pvc sussex were ringing me up asking about accessibility you know this the more we can do and together to sort of get ourselves involved in disability media I think the better, because I just love it. I love being part of the change. Yeah, and I think what's important is we're constantly saying that there's not enough awareness and, like, this was maybe talking about the negative impacts of what people think and their opinions. But I think part of that, if we don't start speaking about it and people realising this is a normal thing and it becoming more normal because it is normal disabled people are not are normal you know the disabled people aren't aliens and that we all need to get to a place where businesses are more accessible uh people are more accessible and open their mind to more things um and not don't like shut people off and I think that's what we found you know people most shocked that we're in a relationship and it's like well why um 
but the more visibility of more disabled people or just more people talking about it the more even if it changes one person's opinion or not even changes their opinion but somebody somebody might think well I don't know any disabled people or I don't really know how to act around a disabled person someone might hear this or hear something else of someone that somebody else has done and go oh yeah they're just normal people just just normal people and if that changes even one person's mind then I think that's a good thing I don't know what you think. I'm just... Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what <laughs> I do think. I'm just... Are you even on this planet? No. Not <laughs> at this point. BBC, man. The BBC called. That's, oh, genuinely, I can feel my heart going. I don't know whether to celebrate or to cry. I'm just, like, emotionally overwhelmed at the moment. In the best way. Really, in the best way, this has been such an incredible experience. But, yeah. <sighs> 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 you make me laugh. Underqualified producer man goes to talk to the BBC with his beautiful girlfriend. Well, you know what? We did it. And for our first ever like interview we've ever done proper um like together there was a a few things that for us isn't ideal we had to both join separately because we're not together right now which isn't ideal um you know even things like you were saying to me what's your input and output and I was like I don't know and you were like what is it and I was like I don't know how you even look (laughs) um I managed to sort your audio out though didn't I yeah but the thing is, is you're not here to sort it, so then it's a bit stressful. But we did it, and that's, I think, what we've got to take out, that we have done it anyway, and I think we did bloody well, so... I th- oh, you've just sworn. Bloody's not a swear word. Is it not? Is it not, ble- is it not bleep worthy? Mm, no, I don't think so. I'm going to Google that, because I need to mark it as explicit. Oh, sh... Can I say shut up? <laughs> no, because it's my podcast. Um. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not going to say it again then, but I don't think that is a swear word. Not oh. in my head, but maybe to some people. I apologise if I've caused any offence. <laughs> I love teasing you. Anything else to say, Chloe? Not from me. I think you're just too harsh on yourself and need to give yourself a break. I'd love to do more stuff like that. I really would. I've sent them the link to this very podcast. Have you? Yeah. What, Brennan Audio? Yeah, I've sent them the link to my podcast. Well, they they did say to, didn't they? They won't do anything with it, I bet you, but it's just nice to know that, you know, a producer somewhere in Manchester will potentially hear my work. Well, yeah, then they heard you speak. (laughs) Bless them. I'll pay for the therapy. <laughs> we haven't got the money for that. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> but you know. Um, great. So, <laughs> life hacks by the BBC. Um, adapt the world. Our episode will be out. Well, will be out by the time you hear this podcast, guys. I'm gonna put the link to that 
in the doobity doo description and thank you so much for listening to this and chloe do you want to do my like you've been listening to a brennan audio production thing or do you want me to put the bloke in do i have to do it in a welsh accent you don't have to (laughs) but i'd very much enjoy if you tried um okay let me let me get myself this gather myself You've been listening to a Brennan audio production. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do it. You're going to have to put the bloke in. Sorry, he does it better in. than me. I should hope I paid him. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. Love you more. Uh, our regular scheduled programming should resume next Tuesday, guys. Look forward to that. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 (laughs) This has been a Brennan audio production. With help from the BBC.